Welcome to What's the Matter with Me, Season 3, Episode 2, Scene Report, MS Breakthroughs. My name is John. I'm 39 years old, husband and father of two, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster. And I have multiple sclerosis, so I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. What's the Matter With Me is an MS podcast, and it's also about other things. Past episodes are available for download on whatsthematterwithme.org, iTunes, and wherever you get it. I'm not a medical professional. You should not take this for medical advice. If you need medical advice, ask your healthcare provider. episode we'll talk about the ms breakthroughs conference but first last episode recap something happened at bill's cafe and i stepped in a hole and i was on the radio check it out surf on over to what's the matter with me.org to get the last episode it's that time shout outs shout outs to rocky always to rocky Shout outs. Over the weekend, my wife and I attended the MS Breakthroughs Conference put on by the National MS Society. It was at a hotel in San Jose. Jeffrey Dunn, the director of the Stanford MS Center, was the keynote speaker. The event promised to inform us all about the future of MS treatment. It started with free breakfast. I didn't get the memo or something. I didn't realize it was free breakfast. You know when you walk in a room and there's like a bunch of free breakfast and you just eating breakfast? You're kind of like, dang. So I sat down at my table. Um, My wife came with me. I sat next to Peter, a Canadian entrepreneur. His current venture involves coaching business people how to work across cultures. And he told me the Danishes were good. I didn't have... I didn't have one, but I admired from one entrepreneur to another. I admired his gusto for a free breakfast. The director of the National MS Society spoke, kind of singling out the organization. It was cool. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But one thing she dropped on us, there was a recent study that came out And it it turns out Americans with MS number over 1 million, which is over twice the previously reported number. I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay, so before the uh, keynote address by Dr. Dunn, they had like an award ceremony at it. I guess I don't read things or pay attention or something. I just had no idea. I mean, so all these people are up there. 
They had research fundraisers, people raising money for the MS Society. Some people raised $250,000. One guy did $100,000 and wrote five pieces of legislation and went to Sacramento and got three of them in with the representative somehow. I mean, this is crazy. Four people raised $1.1 million. There was a cool guy. He runs a lot of local support groups. He has MS. He received an award. The volunteer of the year came from Alameda. And I used to work in Alameda, a little island right off of Oakland. And I worked there supervising Down Syndrome adults at their jobs collecting carts at the supermarket. And I found out, like, I was 20 or 22. or I was too old to have such a low-paying job, I think. I, I need to get my act together. But I sat around all day reading the newspaper and supervising adults. But I found out on my breaks, you can't drive 26 in Alameda without the authorities checking you out. They have it locked down in Alameda. Congratulations to the volunteer of the year. Whose name I didn't write down, but it's all love. Alameda, baby. All right, Dr. Dunn got up. It was time for the keynote address. He started us off with some history of the MS Society. It began in 1945. A lady named Sylvia Clark her brother got this disease. She made a New York Times ad and it read multiple sclerosis. Will anyone recovered from it please communicate with the patient? And 54 people replied, no one had a cure. And all 54 begged for help. So this is this thing called splitting and grouping. So there were MS cases, but they were all far apart from each other. And they were all kind of isolated, spread out. And so they formed this MS society. People started working together, became together as a group. They defined multiple sclerosis. And then from that, they split again to specialty classifications like classic MS or optical spinal MS, primary progressive, and so on. Group and splitting, that's a scientific paradigm. And I got a footnote here. According to this guy Kuhn in Structure, a loosely characterized group of activities, often consisting of competing schools, becomes a mature science when a few concrete problem solutions provide models for what good research is in that domain. These exemplary problems come solutions become the basis of a paradigm that defines what it is to do normal science. And specialization is speciation, a scientific progress heightens communication breakdown. Experts doing similar kinds of research come to realize that their use of key taxonomic terms no longer jibes with mainline uses. 
And what Kuhn calls the no overlap principle is violated. The group is using a taxonomic hierarchy for crucial kind terms and the associated categories that is incompatible with that of the established tradition. Splitting and grouping. That was a cool idea. That slide really blew my mind. Scientific paradigm. Splitting, grouping, and splitting and grouping. Cool. All right, all right. No more footnotes in this uh, this section here. The footnotes are over. Take a deep breath. Wow, that was big words and stuff. Oh, and it was cool idea. Science splitting and grouping. We'll split from that section though. And just continuing on, Dr. Dunn, he said, hey, you know, there it is. Biology is complicated. It's the result of complex processes comprised of many interacting components. And why things happen is often unclear. I guess there were some long words there. I'm sorry about that. In MS, the immune system attacks the brain. That's what happens. That's why people have problems. Symptoms become visible because the immune system is turning your brain into what they call plaque. You ever scrape plaque off your teeth? Anyway, it's not good for thinking, I don't think. There are at least a few thousand pathways in the immune system and there's no na- there's no map. And Dunn thinks we need a we need a map because identifying the specific immune pathways driving disease can enable individually tailored treatment. And then he said something pretty interesting. He said multiple sclerosis is an end stage name. It's the wrong name. It's like calling a fire. If you have a fire on your stove, your house isn't burnt down, right? But it's calling what we have multiple sclerosis is like calling a stove fire a burnt down house. And he suggested the name immune hypertension. There you have it, immune hypertension. Thanks for listening to season three, episode two. The scene report in MS Breakthroughs. It's a What's the Matter With Me podcast. You can find other episodes at What's the Matter With Me.org iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, it's there. Check out more of the music like this sick background music, soundcloud.com slash john-hoppin. Worldwide universal sponsor, Hoppin' Hot Sauce is a movement. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. That's right. Check it out. HoppinHotSauce.com. It's season three, episode two in the books. Thank you for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. <laughs>